all right. Hey, Michael. Hey, Michael, can you hear us? May have slipped away. All right, we'll wait a few minutes. Pega has just uh, sent me a message saying she's going to join. Um, let me see if I can forward her the link to make it easier. Okay. All right. Hey, Edmund. How are you? Oh, sorry. You are on mute, I think. Yes. Oh, sorry about that. Can no you hear me now? Yep, I can. I can. How are you? I'm fine. And how have you been? Really good. Really good. Yeah. Good to see you. Yeah. Hi, Robert. Hi, hi, Nathan. How are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. Always a pleasure to see you. <laughs> same here, same here. Is your daughter joining the meeting too? <laughs> nah, I'm still at the office, so she won't be joining. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, Avi, uh, Nathan's daughter used to join our, our meetings. <laughs> she just speak. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. In fact, to be honest, the last meeting I was, in fact, I, that was why I wasn't really talking much because uh, whenever I unmute, her noise uh, is just all over mm. the place. So. There was no way I could speak clearly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I saw that uh, somebody joined, but I'm not sure who they are, unless you know, Robert. Forgotten about millions? Um, I have no idea who Michael is. I'm assuming that I okay. forgot. Yeah. Forgotten, yeah. Uh, Michael is actually a colleague. Oh, okay. Okay, no problem. Yes. Okay, so Michael isn't part of the scholarship, right, Robert? No, okay. no. no uh, so, Edmund, did did you invite Michael? Yes, because the last time I was thinking, uh, well, like uh, if, uh, others can join us. Uh, well, we hadn't thought about it. I guess it'll oh. be okay. But I'm trying to figure out who is uh. So, uh, so hey, uh, the name that we are seeing, Forgotten Bottom Millions. Can you say? Uh, sorry, that that's Bravin. Okay, oh, all right. Hey, Bravin. Uh, 
Um, All right. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I had to join with my company. Uh, the company. That's uh, so fine. Yep. I'm, I'm All right. The way. Okay. 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 Got it. And 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 Michael, maybe you can unmute yourself and say hello. <laughs> Okay, maybe maybe he stepped away. Um, all right, folks. So let's get started. Um, I, hope, I, I hope he's not trouble, right? Because uh, I I thought I heard clearly when you were like we could uh, invite uh, some other people. I'm sorry about that. Hey, your friend is our friend, man. <laughs> all right, <laughs> <Yeah>. thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'm good with that. <laughs> okay, right. so um, actually, before we start. So I know Robert knows you guys a lot better, but, but Robin, Edmund, uh, Edmund, let's start with you. T tell me a bit about yourself again. Tell me about where you work, what you do. Okay, so um, I currently work as a process engineer with a company called uh, Nigerian Security Printing and Minting. Uh, we basically uh, are into banknote production and then okay. uh, other security documents such as uh, or bank checks, certificates, university certificates, and the likes. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. um, I think that's that, but uh, me. And of that's... course, yeah, I'm married and I have two kids. One of them used to join the meeting, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. Uh, all right, Robin, tell me, uh, tell me about yourself. Uh, hello, hi. Sorry, guys. I'm in the dark. Uh, I'm currently okay. on transit, uh, moving from town to town. But um, <clears throat> my background is in business. That's bachelor of business accounting. But I've transitioned myself into um, uh, data analysis, uh, data science, and machine learning. And currently, I initially I've been working as a project manager for a non-profit organization until I decided to transition into a role where I could uh, become more of an uh, monitoring and evaluations uh, officer so uh, or consultant so after taking the power bi uh, course i think uh, i've been working as uh, as uh, just freelancing uh, on different jobs because i do web development i do graphic design i do uh, photography and and video editing so currently i'm trying to create my to create a path for myself or a career in in, in consultancy uh, specifically in uh, data analytics, but now looking at uh, uh, monitoring and evaluation, uh, uh, monitoring and evaluation, and, and learning uh, for non-profit organizations. And uh, currently, so I have a small company that I started last month called the Train Analytics. Uh, I don't still have yeah. a client, but <laughs> I will say I'm a co-founder of Train Analytics, trying to get clients in uh, uh, in analytics studies. Yeah. Great. Uh, and, and the name is Train Analytics. Am I getting it right? Train Analytics, yeah. T-R-I-N-E, Train Analytics. All right, all right. Train. Train Analytics. That's that's great. Lovely. Uh, who would you say is your ideal client? If you could attract any anybody in the world to you, but and you had to choose. Who's, who's my that? ideal client? Who's yeah. that? My my kind of ideal client are organizations that are driving impact. Uh, uh, so let's change that for a second. So hold on, right? So yes. let's not think plural. Yes, yes, yes. Right? You said organizations. I want you okay, to think okay. just one. And even better if you can think of a person, not really yes. like a business. So yeah, so tell me about your ideal client. 
Who's my that ideal person? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my ideal client is someone who's uh, driving a project or projects within rural communities in Africa, that is. And uh, they need to know impact uh, of what they are doing. Uh, may it be in, uh, let's say, for example, uh, I'm trying to get a client in uh, understanding soil properties uh, before use of a fertilizer and after use of a fertilizer. Yeah. But that specific company is best, uh, is, is being funded by another organization to drive that uh, project as, as an impact-driven project for small-scale farmers. So my ideal client is anyone wanting to measure in insights in data so yeah. it's not sector specific because I can I can if I get if I go to specific to agriculture I can still get a client like the one I've given you. If I go let's say to manufacturing, it's someone who wants to organize their data, get insights in their data. If um if if I go industry specific, I can get that one ideal client. But my ideal client is just someone who wants to get insights and um and and insights in data one two automation in terms of reporting in in, 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 in in the essence of getting their insights. Okay. Okay. Yes. All right. Okay. This is good. This is good. Um, so you're more kind of consulting. This is interesting. Actually, it's going to be fun. Uh, yeah. Edmund, what about you? Any, there's no right or wrong. And uh, there's no good or bad. Right, so it's not like consulting is better than being an employee, or employees be better than a consultant. It's it's what we choose. What's more important is that we do things that put us in control. You can be a consultant and not be in control of your life. You can be an employee and be in control of your life. Right, so it's it's not like that. Uh, it's how you approach it. So, what is your vision? Are you are you thinking? Uh, it, it, you're happy in your current job and you want to grow there, you maybe would be open to exploring new opportunities as a full-time employee or you're open to consulting or a bit of both. Yeah, just I just want to check in with you, see where uh, where you're at. Okay. So um, about my current job to start with, um, I think, uh, no, I'm not happy totally. Right? Okay. Um, because uh, currently, I think I feel a bit unchallenged, mm. so to say. And uh, yeah. secondly, I also feel like uh, my aim will be to actually help businesses um, uncover insights from the hidden data. And currently, my organization does not really, really uh, move. In fact, it's not moving in that direction. And even when we try, yeah. it's not just working. So... Yeah, I would actually prefer to be uh, in a place because I think I'm open to, okay, for a start, I think I might want to actually have more experience in the data field, being that uh, I'm actually totally new in a way. Uh, mm -hmm. Yes, I've been doing a lot of courses, but I don't think I've done a lot of uh, hands-on projects, Yeah, right? Apart from playing with uh, data uh, that are available uh, out there. So, yeah. Um, I would love to go into consulting in the uh, near future or probably a freelancing where I can yeah. actually work with diverse clients 
by the moment um, getting a job in either the healthcare or the finance industry will be good for me because uh, I really want to, okay, I actually have a background in finance because I've worked with the bank before. So I feel I could use a bit of that knowledge um, yeah. to, you know, help uh, businesses, uh, financial institutions or businesses yeah, yeah. that like to grow. Then at the same time, healthcare, because I think I have so much, I, I feel like uh, healthcare data can actually use to, you know, um, uh, uh, resolve or solve a lot of health um, yeah. problems, you know, starting from, you know, attendance to, you know, the number of uh, people that are supposed to be on safe shift, talking about ailments, you know, trying to, you know, go a bit further because I did a bit of Python and all of that too. Also thinking of uh, some kind of predictive analysis um, to see, you know, how certain, uh, uh, what do you call it now, um, uh, certain symptoms could actually, yeah. uh, you know, um, lead to maybe a particular ailment and all of that. So my, I think those two will be what I'm, yeah, I know I'm supposed to be concentrating on one, but to be honest, I haven't really narrowed it down to one of them, but yeah, yeah. I'm working in line of both. Uh, that's great. And hey, I always say you're always in the right place at the right time. And so Pega, hi, how are you? Hi, Albi. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hi, so, uh, yeah. Hey, uh, welcome. And uh, so excited to have you. I was just catching up with Edmund and Robin. Um, I know you're based in California, right? Yes. And I think last time we talked, you were kind of in between jobs or something was going on. Anyway, just tell me kind of where you are professionally right now. What's going on? Uh, so... And what's what are you? What's your next step if you have that in mind? Yeah. Yes, yeah, so uh, I used to work uh, mm -hmm. like uh, I worked as a contract a contractor for Apple a few months ago. My contract ended, so uh, now I'm looking mm -hmm. for a new job. So actively interviewing. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And and again, there's no right or wrong. And frankly, I always think that there's no good or bad. And I always I think that really the the lines between like a full time employee you know, either as like an employee employee or a contractor employee. I mean, it's not that different. Like the nine to five regular job versus freelancing, the, the line is getting blurred. But um, what do you have in mind? Yeah. Uh, do you want to get like a nine to five Monday to Friday or different? Yeah. What's in your heart? Yeah. Um, actually, <laughs> I prefer to get a like um, a long-term job, not... Yeah contract yeah. job you know because it's yeah. only like 12 months or um two yeah. like two years six months and then you have to apply yeah. for another role but you know the yeah. job market is really hard <laughs> it, it oh, is okay. very competitive I, every, yeah. every time you have to do a job search i mean i remember i dreaded the job search i, I don't know who here i mean i hope there's i hope there's nobody because that would make me look like a fool but i mean every time it was like um pulling teeth or something right i mean yeah so the job hunt process is hard so if you're on a contract yep um okay makes sense and that's that's good again no no right no wrong it's your path and you got to trust yourself um okay that's good tell me a bit about your background kind of the work that you have done 
so um, I worked as a data analyst. So, uh, but mostly working on image data for the uh, AI and machine learning projects. Okay. So, yes, kind of uh, working with the data science team and uh, software data uh, software engineers team. And um, yeah, I'm wow. looking for a kind of similar job, but I'm very like really like to um, get a job as business intelligence analyst to like working with Power BI or Tableau or a similar softwares or a similar work. So mm. I'm kind of uh, applying for like these different jobs, like business intelligence job, data analyst job, business analyst job. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. All right. So um, what I'm trying to think is how can I serve each of you the best way in our time here today? Um. Okay, well, Bravin kind of dropped off. I know he said he was in transit. Okay. All right, uh, let me share my screen. And we'll, we'll see how this goes. Okay, you can see my OneNote, right? Yes. Okay, okay. All right. Uh, what's the typical way that people look for a job? Maybe, Bega, you're doing that right now? What's, uh, yeah, if I say find a job, I know, like, if somebody said, oh, like, Avi, you need to find a new job. The first thing that would come to your mind is what? You mean when we are applying for a job, what we are looking at exactly? Mm, well, I'll just give you an answer. So first thing I thought was resume. Is that is that close with you guys? You think of your resume? Mm -hmm. Now that's uh, yeah, that's 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 so yeah, so that and that's not just you. A lot of people think that way. So this one, but uh, so, you know, uh, I kind of stumbled upon this because a lot of uh, people will come to me and they will say, so hard to find a job, Avi. I can't find a job. So hard, right? But I was speaking to job uh, business owners, business leaders as well. And you know what they said to me? Oh. Said so hard to hire. Interesting. Mm. How can both of these things be true? Right. And yeah, so this is simple, but it's so deep. And I think if you get it, this could change your life. Because again, it's it's not just a short game, it's a long game that we play. Right, so what what is happening here? How can this be possible? Hard to find a job, hard to hire. Well, so for one, they approach it differently. So this is not me. This is 
the probably the best selling job hunting book in the market. What color is your parachute? You can buy it if you like. Great book. Love that book, right? But I'll you'll get a bit of a summary anyway, right? So uh this is the way. So this one, two, three, four, five, six on this side, the gray one is how people try to look for a job. And yep, number one is using a resume. And that was me. Right? I can't point fingers at anybody. I was like, you know, so for me, the cycle was, um, uh, well, I only got laid off once, thankfully. I came really close to being laid off multiple times, but only got laid off once. That was kind of desperate. But um, other times, you know, I would be at an organization for three years and usually I would be kind of bored. So when you talked about feeling unchallenged, so I'm like, yeah, man, I, I need to find a new job. And they're like, oh my God, I have to do my resume, right? So that's the first thing we think. And yeah, that's not just not just you, that's the entire market. So for one, think about this, right? If you're doing the same thing that everybody else is doing, you're just competing with the crowd, right? If you can do something different, that'll make you stand out. So that's that's something there, but there's more. So this is how we look for a job using a resume and that other, other stuff there. Let's flip it, right? So this is not how the employers fill the job. And you can see here, using a resume is the bottom of the list. Can you get? Can you guess why? Why is it the bottom of the list? If you've had, I don't know, if you've talked to friends or been in a position where you hired somebody, you would know, but I wanna hear from you. Why do you think for employers, it's the last place? They hate it. It's the last resort. Well, because the whole process sucks, you know? And yeah, it's like, I've talked to people. It's like, man, they got to do a job requirement and then you put it out there and then you get these hundreds of floods of applications and you got to sift through that. And yeah, there's AI, but yeah, so it's it's a big hassle. But there is a bigger lesson. There is a bigger, 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 bigger lesson here, which I don't even think the book talks about. That. Actually, the book does talk about that, yeah. So um, so if you go back to this, so hard to find a job, so hard to hire. You would think that, you know, employers are looking to hire, right? And uh, like workers are looking to be hired. You would think that that's the goal. Yeah, fair enough, right? And this this is symmetrical. This is like, yeah, this is like, yeah, we can we can work together. You want to hire? I want to be hired. But that's not quite the case. And man, once you understand this, then you can kind of see what's happening behind the curtains. The goals are actually different. They don't have the same goals. It seems on the surface, this is how I operate, right? Man, I'm, yeah, I mean, I've worked in corporate America 15 plus years, multiple job hunts, geez. And this one, I thought they want to hire, I want to be hired. Let's do it. Why isn't it working? Why is it so hard? Because their goals are different. Now, employees, like workers, we don't want to get hired. It's like, yeah, just hire me, right? But the employers, they have a different goal. And, and for one, I'll admit that I have more clarity on this because now I am an employer, right? Man, the line of, uh, well, yeah, so I'll give you a clue. <laughs> so Robert and Robert is amazing. 
and Carl is another person on our team. He's amazing. But I think I've worked with uh, 10 or 12 or maybe even more people before that. Right? And then I found Robert and Carl. So now when I'm hiring, my goal is not to hire. It is to avoid a bad hire. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah? So once you understand that, then everything else makes sense. So think about it now from an employer perspective. Their primary goal is actually not to hire. I'm happy not to hire somebody if it helps me avoid a bad hire. Pega, that's making sense? Yes. Cool. So now let's look at that graph and now it's going to make complete sense. So think about how they like to hire. And number one is from within. They're like, man, I'm already working. Let's give them promote somebody or find somebody in a different department, right? Or, you know, if I've seen their work. So if you have consulted for me, I've worked with me part-time or something, you've done a project, you've done an intern. And now, see, now it's all making sense, right? I mean, we see that. We see how internships and all that stuff can be great paths into it. So... So yeah, so that's kind of one thing that I kind of wanted to share with you, right? Okay, so, um, so that that's valuable. But let's uh, switch gears a little bit. And um, uh, I think, Edmund, you, you were alluding to that. I think you've heard me talk about this a little bit. But um, um, sometimes, so, so again, when we when we approach it from the employee, employee, the worker perspective, we, um, oh, oh, by the way, I'm not even sure if the book says it that way, but um, you know, so how employers have this other goal, the workers also have sometimes a slightly different goal. They want to be hired, but the way they operate, the way we tend to operate and I operate, operate it as well, is is we want to reduce our effort, right? So we think that, you know, if we write a resume and kind of blast it to these websites, that's reducing efforts. But frankly, the thing is that if you do, you know, this much of effort for uh, six months trying to find a job versus maybe you do this much of effort and then you find a job here, I don't know which is better. I I think I would rather have it earlier, right? So there's a little bit of that, right? Um, uh, so I don't even think it saves us effort in the in in the long run. But um, yeah, so so we we think so this approach, the approaches that are ineffective, they usually go very wide. It's like I'm going to send my resume to everybody. But the approaches that do work, these ones are very narrow and targeted. And that's what I advocate. So, right? so, so go narrow. So what I would recommend is, uh, and we were doing this with uh, uh, Bravin a little bit. What Bravin had asked him was, envision your ideal client. And in this case, you're, you can envision your ideal employer, right? Uh, now, a few things here. Uh, I, I will say kind of leverage your background. 
uh so uh, uh, well uh, so there is this um it's in the book so it's like imagine you are um imagine you want to be a rocket scientist at nasa right so you know so nasa rocket scientist right but i am here i'm a i'm a business analyst analyst at microsoft to make this jump is hard so what the book recommends is you either grow this way or you go that way now of course you can you can right so either you stay in microsoft and become the closest thing there is to a rocket scientist or you become a business analyst at nasa does that kind of make sense i'm not even sure if any of you is in that situation but um yeah it actually does yeah so what i'm trying to say essentially is like if you're trying to switch things blah think think like smaller steps don't don't think like oh suddenly i'm gonna go be that no it's it's gonna be easier if you if you do it kind of something like that so leverage your background but don't discount yourself either because sometimes people are like oh but but i'm not i'm not a data analyst well but a big part of the skills of a data analyst is working with people and talking to them and communication and managing projects and all of that stuff and you have all of that right so yeah you can just so yeah so don't discount yourself either i mean you can step into i mean you feel empowered to be able to do this if you need to you can you can take a step right okay so um so let's go back to edmund so uh your current experience is in the security firm but you did say you have background in finance right so i know you were excited about healthcare but my understanding is you don't quite have a background there yet right that's great that's great so um so yeah and again you can think about this nasa scientist thing and you can you know kind of, you're kind of uh, move that way so i mean obviously uh, you may know frank vandelden he handles healthcare finance ooh that's a great way to move into healthcare right so yes but for now if you focused on finance uh describe to me and again so this is called blue sky approach so sometimes when we start thinking about a future we start limiting ourselves and we're like wow well i would really like to do this but i don't think i can get that so right for now let's not think about that so edmund if you could attract any employer to you your ideal job your ideal employer uh, and let's say something in finance what do you see tell me more about that what kind of organization who's your team who's your manager what kind of work you're doing tell me about that hey if i have to find myself in finance um basically um i wouldn't mind the financial institution like uh, the bank like um mm. um the basically the financial system going into loans banking and the likes yeah um oh you could also be in uh well sales because even the banks also have that department in fact one of the my role was yeah directly a sales analyst and a sales officer 
Yeah. So um, things in that line. So yeah. um, okay. Uh, yeah. Now that you're talking, something was also coming to me because talking about leveraging on one's background. Mm -hmm. I've been working as a process engineer, yes. Yeah. But um, to be honest, when we before any optimization process takes place, because basically what we do is trying to improve processes, right? Indeed, yeah. In this, yes, improving processes. And uh, before you start doing that, first and foremost, you have to study the process. You mm. have to understand how it works. You have to now like, oh, okay, so we have a bottleneck here. We have a bottleneck there. Okay, so how do we go about um, improving this, improving that to get an overall um, yeah. output? For instance, here, we are more concerned about the waste that's generated at the end of the day because, yeah. um, you know, because of how expensive these things are. So yeah. um, we're focusing more of waste reduction. So before you can now make a decision, I actually still use data, the production data and the likes, you know, to use Excel and uh, probably just go into it and, uh, of course, you know, see, yeah, see the data, probably see a pattern, probably see um, uh, the, the, the team or a group of people. Where okay, so uh, hold on, hold on. I think we're getting sidetracked. Let's stay focused on an ideal employer because we're not talking about okay. that right now. So right. ideal employer, financial institution, what kind? Yeah. Like, uh, uh, and I'm not that familiar, but uh, let's talk about size. Like, yeah, do, do you see that? Is there something there? Is there something else? Some other attribute about them? Oh, yeah. Well, marketing. Uh, hmm. Well, so you mentioned yeah. three things. I'll say pick one. Finance, sales, marketing. If you could have one, this is your dream job. You can attract so, anybody to do sales. anything. Which one that'll would you sales. pick? Okay, sales. great. So sales, but yeah. So the financial institution itself, how large is it? Like, and I don't even know. Like, is it is it public? It is, is it private? Very large. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay and, and all of, all of these things are actually in it. Okay, so large financial institution. You would like to work with the sales team. Um, what, uh, what's the, who would be your hiring manager? What would be their title? Um, well, that would probably be the sales manager, I guess. I'm not sure. Okay. All right. All right. That's good. That's good. All right. Um, and you can sometimes get more specific in this way. Um, Bega, let's, uh, do you want to try it out? Uh, I, I will, again, I mean, you don't have to like nail it the first time. I mean, frankly, this is, uh, but uh, we can try it out if you like, if you, uh, yes. ideal employer, if something is coming up for you, tell us about that. Um, uh, or so. you can <laughs> take your time. Yeah. Up, up to yeah. You, uh, you know, um, cause, um, I don't have that much experience. So I graduated from the university and then I started looking for a job. And my first job was the contract job that I talked about. So, but my ideal employer would be, uh, you know, um, are you talking about different so, industries? So yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> you know, and hold on one second. Uh, you're discounting yourself. Right? No need for that. You don't have to do that. I know you. I've seen enough. 
that I know that you're going to be amazing where you have the right fit. I know that they're going to love you. I would even hazard to guess that, I don't know. I mean, sometimes jobs can be hit or miss, right? I, I worked in jobs where, I don't know, like one manager hired and they did reorg and then the next manager hated me. So sometimes they hit or miss. But in your past experiences, you have been appreciated, right? Maybe quite a bit. Maybe you even had fans. Did you? Like people who really liked you and liked your work. Yes, that's happened. You've already experienced that. So you have proof of that. And that's what jobs are about. And I think job, job hunting is hard. It's really hard because we go through a lot of rejection. You know what a job hunting looks like? It looks like this. No, 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 yes. And that's okay. The challenge is that when we hear the no's, we take it a bit personally. We see that as a rejection of us. We see that as, a, oh, I'm not good enough. Those things are just not true. And we kind of should realize that when we get that final yes. Because I've, I've gone through that. I go through a whole bunch of series of no's. And then I get a yes. I'm like, oh, yeah, thank God, right? And then, of course, I'm like, I, can I can I like start in like two weeks or a month? You know, I just want some time with my family or something. And they'll say, no, 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 you need to start right away. And I'm like, oh, my God, fine, I'll do it, right? But um, yeah, they want me to start right away. So job hunting is more about kind of the fit. If you find the right fit, they're going to love you. They're going to appreciate you. If it's not a right fit, well, it's not going to be that great. But that's okay. I mean, we can always change jobs, right? So yeah, so so let's uh, start again. Yeah, see yourself. And again, if you need to, close your eyes. <laughs> I mean, I, I do that stuff like close your eyes and and kind of just visualize. Like visualize, maybe start with that first. Uh, if you close your eyes and see yourself in kind of a happy workplace where you're happy, you're just inherently happy. And uh, maybe not all days, but most days you're excited to actually go to work, right? And the people around you are nice and they appreciate your work. That is the ideal place. And we can all have that because again, it's not about being good enough and all that stuff. It's just about the right fit. So, okay, so let's try again. Yeah, tell me, where do you see yourself and what do you see yourself doing? Tell me a bit about that. So, um, I really like to work as a data analyst. So, working okay. with numbers. Yeah. And then, <clears throat> like, um, um, based on my background, like in university, what I learned. So, I like to work with like Excel with SQL and now I'm trying yeah. to learn Python because I okay. know it is very demanding. And yeah, let's also... focus on on people, not the tech. I love people. God, I love people. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me about the people. Who are you working for? Hiring the... manager, yeah. your boss, your team. Start there. Yeah. So people, people, people. I think uh, like this kind of job is like a like teamwork. So yeah. like a group of people, like 10 people, 15 people, five people can work together, like do a specific like um, part of like a, 
a project or it can be like based on the industry you know the relationship can be different based on the company that you are working okay sometimes you have to work like alone for a specific like um yeah. project but sometimes you can interact with other people so yeah. uh, it's a great opportunity uh, either you work alone or in a team you okay. can so so, so Pega, yeah let's try something different let's uh okay. let's go a little bit further with edmund and then maybe we'll circle back right okay because yeah so you wanna so again right i mean so guys, you can take the old school approach if you want to. And trust me, I've had this conversation with a lot of people before. And uh, sometimes it's heartbreaking because they say, yeah, I mean, this all sounds good. But and then they go back and they do this one at the bottom of the pyramid. And again, the thing is that it does work, but it's a lot more effort, right? Uh, another reason why people don't do the stuff at the top of the pyramid is that it's scary. It is. So yeah, so I mean, it's up to you. You can do a lot of this and it's going to be hard work because, well, you've gone through that. You know, right to resume, I've gone through that. The whole process sucks, right? But this one, we almost, and I don't know, I, I don't know what it is. It's like a fear of people or rejection. There's something here that this is, this is scary and that's why people don't do this. In a way, what you're doing is you're hiding behind your hard work. That's what this is. It's like, because, you know, I don't, I don't really want to put myself in front of people unless I have to. <laughs> you know, if there's an interview, you have to, right? So, yeah, so we hide behind a resume and these websites and stuff, but what you need to do is something else. So, right, so you can use that approach. That's okay. I'm not going to judge you, but I'm offering you something different, a different choice. So, again, so the first principle is, is, uh, let's word Edmund is here, right? First principle is, uh, narrow, narrow, right? Less niche down, however you want to see it, right? So the, the, the old school approach is that I'm going to cast as wide a net as possible, right? That's the old school approach. Uh, let me actually bring the, where is my image thing? Uh, what color is it? Uh, oops, not this one. Uh, switch to this now. Okay. Yeah, there we go. Uh, copy image address. Um, let's bring it on this space. Right. So um, this approach, the bottom of the pyramid is wide. You build your resume and you blast it to everybody and everywhere, right? That approach is like Edmund saying, you know what? Let me send it to finance teams and sales teams and marketing teams. And let me send it to financial institutions. And I don't know, like maybe insurance companies, maybe healthcare. That is the bottom of the pyramid. Edmund, is that is that kind of making sense? I mean, you could go that way. It's like, yep, you know, let's let's do everything. Like sales, marketing, finance, healthcare, uh, this, insurance. You can and, and you can keep expanding the list. But I'm saying, try this. And yeah, it's gonna take some courage. Okay, but let's talk about that path. So it's narrow, less niche. So let's work with this. So financial institution, bank loans, is that okay? 
So then LinkedIn isn't on. Oh, so actually, so what you're gonna do is you're gonna uh, you're gonna start with your warm connections. You're gonna start with your warm connection. That is your friends, family, colleagues, ex colleagues, and of course colleagues. Uh, you have to be a little little sensitive. Like I'm gonna trust you. So in some cases, it's just not okay to talk with your colleagues that you're looking for a job. Well, because the word might reach your boss and then it's, you know, not pleasant, right? Uh, so some cases that's ruled out, but some cases I've had friends where, where I can talk to them. I can say, hey man, you know, I'm looking for a job, right? Something like that, right? So uh, warm connections. Does this, does this part make sense? Like when I say friends, family, colleagues, ex-colleagues, that, that means, okay, cool, right? Now, the key thing is that you are going to reach out and talk to them. And, and guys, this is so weird. Because I see people go through when they're looking for a job or uh, looking for a client. And what I say to them is, it's really hard to get a job or get a client if you're not talking to people. But it almost seems that those people do everything they can to not talk to people. One of those things is just butting their head in this. So I'm going to update my resume. I'm going to add this. I'm going to join this other course. Oh yeah, that one drives me nuts, right? I mean, if I hear that from you guys, no, okay. <laughs> okay, well, it does irk me a little bit because again, it's 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 you're hiding, right? And you can hide all, all you want, right? You can you can say I'm not good enough and that's a lie. And, and of course, I, you just heard me talk to Pega about that, right? So yeah, I'm not good enough. So what they do is they build the resume, they join training courses, da, da, da. You can spend all the time there if you want, but hey, it's the bottom of the pyramid, right? If you want to get a job, if you're serious about that, <laughs> you got to talk to people and you can shortcut that, right? So what, what people think is that, let me first complete this course, then I'll be ready, right? Let me first, not just talk to people, right? So yeah, so again, it is scary. There's some fear in this. There's fear of rejection, there's fear of being judged, all of that stuff is going on. So you're gonna reach out to your warm connections and talk to them. But here's the mistake that people make. So yeah, so this one is important, guys. So when you're, when you're talking to them, you're not asking for a job. Uh, right, so you're not asking for a job. And the challenge is when people think that this is the purpose of the meeting, they sabotage themselves. They feel ashamed of reaching out to their friends, family, colleagues, and colleagues. Does that kind of make sense? Can, can you see that happening? If you were thinking that, oh, I have to hit up everybody and ask for a job, I'll look so desperate or whatever, right? Can, can, you, can you see how that could be embarrassing would stop you? Good, good. I see some nodding hands. Um, so yeah, so you're not asking for a job. The way uh, I see this is, uh, this is an informational meeting. You can catch up meeting, does, doesn't matter, right? And and I'll give you the format of the meeting. It's really simple. So of course you reach out and you say, hey man, we'd love to catch up, right? And depending on how close or formal the relationship is, of course you would word it differently. If it's a close friend of mine, I'll say, hey man, I just want to catch up, right? If it's an ex-colleague, I would be a little more formal, but you know, essentially saying the same thing, right? And when you catch up, you want to start with them. 
and and in a way this is a big purpose of the meeting you you want to you want to catch up right? i mean the odd people you know and in some way care about right so you start with them and say hey man tell me about you what's going on right now of course you can be a little bit ninja here so if you are looking for uh so again and that's why narrow less niche works brilliantly because now you're going to be tuned to that so if whoever you're meeting hints anything even close to what you're targeting a financial institution something around sales sales manager you would you would just you know point that out or ask more questions like if they say yeah man been in this organization yeah it's working great and and uh they mentioned yeah i've been working with the sales team you may ask them about that and you say, hey, t- yeah, tell me more. Tell me how is the interaction being with the sales team? A- Edmund, is that is that kind of making sense? Yeah, all right. So narrow, yes. less niche. And again, the purpose is you, you're genuinely interested. Be genuinely interested, right? So uh, so them, but, um, you know, look out uh, for any connections to your, um, I'm just going to call it niche, right? That is your ideal employer and so forth. And then, uh, you know, maybe... Uh, pulling that string a bit, right? So you know how the sweaters, uh, sometimes a string comes out and you start pulling and the whole sweater unravels? Yes, you want to kind of do that a little bit. So yeah, tell me more, right? If they talk about some data challenge or anything, say, yeah, tell me more about that, right? But yeah, again, you're genuinely interested and that's great, right? And and again, automatically, you've been so attentive, you've been listening to them, you've generally been listening to them. They're going to say, how about you? And this is a time not to be desperate, not to be asking for a job, not to pose like an expert, to be an enthusiast, right? You're going to share with them what you're enthusiastic about. And you can be enthusiastic about even if you don't know the sum or or the count rows function. Let's say even if you don't know that, you can still be enthusiastic. Let's say I discovered Power BI yesterday. I can be enthusiastic about that, right? So I'll say, um, so again, I learned about Power BI yesterday, but I'll say, hey, so well, man, you know me, I've been a business analyst for a while, working different companies, different teams, and I kind of been an Excel jockey. And that's that's been good, I guess. But man, yesterday I came across this tool it's from Microsoft, and I think it's amazing. I mean, I watched, I just watched some videos and stuff, and I think it's really mind blowing. Uh, so I wanna, I'm really keen on exploring that. And uh, yeah, so you know, I've usually worked with sales teams. Uh, if there's somebody you know, man, just, just uh, that would be great because yeah, I'm, I'm looking for people which I can kind of explore this with. So I, I jumped out a bit, but, um, but. That's, uh, let's come back here. That is the format. So uh, so again, so don't, you're not posing an expert. You're not asking for a job. You're just saying, hey, I'm really interested in this. And just again, be genuine. Be, be like, hey, I've done. And, and again, don't, at the same point, don't discount yourself either. Right, so if you have done something in Power BI, even if you feel it's minimal, share that. It's like, yeah, I've done this, and I'm looking for more. Right, so enthousi- express your enthusiasm about essentially this. And again, this is why 
narrow, less niche works better. We keep coming back to this because it's so important. <laughs> you can't play this game if your mindset is here. He was like, yeah, I'm so enthusiastic about either working for a, a bank or a loan company or an insurance company and either be in finance or sales and marketing. You, do you hear how shitty that sounds? And then we are surprised that, you know, it's, oh, it, it's, it's uh, where's that thing that we wrote down? Uh, so hard to find a job. Of course it is, right? You know, that's not who they want. They don't want the bottom of the pyramid yeah, this 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 stuff, they want this, right? So yeah, so you can operate there or here. And so yeah, once you narrow down, it becomes so easy. You're It almost becomes unfair. You're stacking the deck in your favor. So yeah, so now you can be enthusiastic because you have this clarity. So you can say, yeah, man, I've worked with financial institutions and the and what I've enjoyed the most is working with sales teams because I don't know, I've always liked their energy. They always have this bias for action. Every other team's like, wait a second, should we do this? Should we not? And sales teams like, oh my God, that's going to help me beat my goda. Let's do it, right? That's amazing. So I've loved that, but I've also seen their challenges. And sometimes they're, they're like, either they have data available, which they're not able to use to be a more effective team, or they try to use the data, but then they're stuck in the weeds. They're struggling and wasting so much time just struggling with the data instead of doing their job. Edmund, do you see how easy this is? I don't work in this stuff. I don't even do this stuff. But it's so easy for me to talk about it because of this, right? So yeah, so you say that. So yeah, man, sales, I really enjoy that. So, so yeah, so they have this challenge around data and I'm really excited because of the new technologies that are coming out. Power BI is a big one, but of course there's more happening. And yeah, I've 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 worked on a few projects, but I'm really keen and excited to to find, you know, people that uh, I can work more. Uh so yeah, man, if if there's anybody you know, please please let me know. Okay, right. So that's the last part which you already know. So earlier when I would do these meetings, of course, my first mistake was I thought I'm asking for a job. So I would meet with them and the whole time I'm completely anxious. Even if I ask them about themselves, the only thing I'm worried about is, is how am I going to ask them in the end? And in the end, sometimes I would be so embarrassed I wouldn't ask. And sometimes if I would ask, it would just be, hey man, are you hiring? Do you know somebody who's hiring? Can you help me find a job? I would sound like a complete idiot. You don't have to do any of that. Once you have expressed your enthusiasm, uh, uh, right, uh, and that's that's uh, really what you're doing is selling yourself in the job process, right? Uh, so one of my favorite quotes is, sales is the transfer of emotions. <laughs> if you can transfer your enthusiasm to them, and if they know somebody or they are the right fit, well, then they're sold on you, right? So yeah, so you don't say, uh, do, do you have a job for me? Do you know somebody has a job? No, you've already expressed your enthusiasm. These are the people I, I, I want to help. And you just say, is there someone you know? Now, uh, okay, I, I just want to check in. Edmund, how does this feel so far? Does this feel doable? Uh, sorry, you're on mute. Yes, it does. Okay, cool. So let's circle back a little bit. Right. So let's circle back to the warm connections. And I'm just going to give you a really small and simple tip. 
Um, and again, get structured about it. I would say maybe use Excel to list out the people that you could possibly connect, right? Um, and then what I like to do is, uh, ooh, let's see if I can draw here. Draw. So what I like to do is some kind of a... Sorry, say again. Because, sir, you, we can't see what you're doing on your oh, screen. Oh. oh, really? That's weird. Um, share screen. Oh, sorry. I think I shared the wrong screen. Oh, my bad. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I think I was talking like that for a while with the wrong screen. Anyway, <laughs> I'm glad we figured it out now. Okay, so, um, so this one is a little tricky. Um, let's say... Hmm, what would you think? So, uh, I think on one side, how close is somebody to that ideal thing? How close are they to land you that job? Imagine a person who is a sales manager in a large uh, banking organization. They're a pretty good fit, right? So they're going to be high on this scale, right? So it's a, how close they are to the job, right? But then I, I want you to consider another scale and uh, you can define it different ways. Um, I'm gonna write kind of energy. Um, and this is maybe the connection you feel for them. And again, the funny thing is energy, you can't really analyze. You gotta close your eyes and say, yeah, I would love to meet them. Is that, is that kind of making sense? I mean, there are always people that say, yeah, man, I would love to catch up with this person. So in this way, you rank these people and you're looking for, uh, you're looking for, let's do gray. You're looking for the top quadrant, right? You You would start there. Does that kind of make sense? Right. Yeah. So yeah. So these, if if there are people who are kind of close to that that thing, either they themselves are there, or you think they might know somebody, or there's some kind of overlap, right? That maybe they themselves are not in sales, but they are in a bank, right? They might know somebody in sales, something like that, right? So if something is there, uh, you would rank them high on this scale, and then the other one is a softer. But again, for that, don't analyze and say, yeah, I would love to meet with them. As I, I would really love to meet with them, and I'll eh, maybe. You know, yeah, something like that. So, and then you start there. So, of course, this way, again, you're, you're when you're doing these meetings, you're stacking in your favor. It's going to be much easier for you to have these conversations. And when you ask this question, it's much easier for you to get a result. Now, of course, in some cases, is there someone you know? It, it also gives them a chance to raise their own hand. That's the first thing it gives them, Right. And, and if they are a fit, like, oh my God, you're kidding me, man. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm in sales and we were just talking about it. We would love to see what you can do, right? Okay, so uh, good so far? Okay, thumbs up? Yeah. All right, all right, cool, cool, cool. Okay, so then what I would propose is that um, 
so this one is is a little softer. So I don't have a blueprint and I don't want you to follow a blueprint, right? So guys, we are all about artificial intelligence and this, that, and so forth. But uh, there is there is human intelligence as well. And, and trust your instincts, right? Trust your instincts and uh, uh, see what feels right. But one path could be, uh, so again, this is just one path, but I'll, I'll trust you to kind of guide the along, is that obviously you do you can do a follow-up meeting, right, with them. So, and now this is gonna be focused this time. So earlier this was just a catch up, but the follow-up meeting is specifically, so imagine they said, yeah, when you say, is this someone you know? And they say, Edmund, I think we need your help. Let's talk more. And and Or if they don't say that, you say, yeah, well, if that sounds great, yeah, let's schedule something. And, and yeah, so make sure you don't, oh yeah, by the way, my recommendation, don't start talking about that in that meeting itself. Even if they say, yeah, I'm very interested. Try to try to end it as much as you can, and and but schedule the follow-up. Is that is that making sense? Good, right? So schedule a follow up and say, yeah, uh, uh, because intent is important. I mean, yeah, right? so you gotta set an intentional meeting. Say, man, yeah, let's let's catch up. What is how's your how's your next week or how's the later in the week? Whatever, right? So um, so so schedule something with them, and now it's a focused meeting, and now you're talking about yeah how you can help them, how you can work together, and so follow up meeting, and then you just discuss, listen, listen to their problems. And guys, uh, please don't do, uh, don't do things like uh, portfolio. I, I hate that word as well. I think I want to jump off a bridge. If I hear that more times, is like, yeah, I want to, I want to build a portfolio, Avi. How do I build a portfolio and show them the portfolio? Um, the challenge with that, so portfolio is like you know, imagine like a dashboard, and you can show, oh, look at this, I built this dashboard, I built that dashboard. Look at this, look at that. The challenge with what is the challenge with that? Let me ask you guys. So Pega, Edmund, and I think Bravin is back. What is the challenge with when you do the follow-up meeting? You walk in with that portfolio and you're starting to show show them all the good work you've done. What's the problem with that? I think that would be pain. Uh, most portfolios might not be narrowed to narrow down. It might not be a niche. You might not be exactly because, for instance, uh, I know I have a few things on GitHub, and it's yeah. not a particular. Uh, it's not narrowed down. Like yeah. I'm here and there. Like basically, yeah. just yeah. the most of the yeah. Yeah, that, that is true. Yeah, Pega, would you like to? What's what's your feeling? Why why isn't that a great idea? Um, I personally have a portfolio. <laughs> It's okay. It's allowed. Yeah. But uh, if but you're meeting I, with that person, I hope you don't start there and you open up a portfolio. What would be wrong if you started with that? Yes. Because um, it doesn't show everything. It, it's just the visual that shows something, you know. You know, it doesn't have any feeling in it. Yeah. Or, yeah. Okay. Okay. So I'll give you kind of my answer. And in a way, it's the same story all over again. It's this pyramid. The portfolio, it's about you. It's not about them, right? And that's the thing. Again, people want different things. You know, they truly don't care about you. And that's that's okay. That's how most people work. What do they care about? They care about themselves. They care about their problems. You don't need a portfolio and definitely don't start there. 
So the follow-up meeting, you're going to start with them. And, and you may have heard uh, 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 bits of that in the earlier conversation, but you are going to pull that string. So you're going to say, you know, hey, uh, I know you talked about this and so forth. I mean, hopefully you, you took notes and stuff from the meeting. So you can say, yeah, I know you talked about this. Maybe mention something really specific that they had said, right? Uh, like uh, you talked about the month end close and how it takes 15 days and you would rather be done in five. Tell me more about that. that something like that, right? So so you you start with them and, and, and hear their problems kind of again, right? Now, uh, and again, guys, so of course you, you probably know we hold, uh, we run a year long program for uh, Power BI consultants. And, and you know, so there, there is a lot there which I'm trying to compress, but there is, um, I'll say, stay focused on them. That, that's the quick table. So start with them, hear the problems, right? Um, let me see, there was one other thing that I was gonna say. Uh, you focus on their problems. Man, it felt important at that time. So I'm talking to them, I'm sitting down, I'm saying, yep, what are the challenges? Oh yeah, of course, great. So you hear their problems, and and what you're trying to do is you in your mind you're trying to isolate one. So for this, I'm gonna send you to the uh, shining. Uh, have you guys uh, gone through? It's in multiple places, but uh, and I'll I'll send these notes to you guys, of course. Uh, have you guys? Uh, if when I say shining beacon framework to select the right project, does does that make sense? It just has three things you look for, but it's like, oh yeah, Abby, I I know that or or not. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Uh, sorry, Edmund, didn't didn't hear you. Yes, because I think uh, we went through a bit of this. Yes, yeah, it's it's mentioned in the dashboard challenge. This training is a little bit deeper. You might want to see that, and this is what I would guide them through, right? So this is. Uh, so I'll hear the problems and I'll say, well, what, what's the, so shining beacon is really, really simple. And again, go through that training because it's going to give you the language to talk to them. So the, uh, the three things you look for, uh, are is, so when I'm describing the problems, um, uh, you, you want to narrow to something which is hard or impossible in the current world. And this could be, let's stick with the month close example, right? The month end close, the finance team does. Month end close takes 15 days, right? And in their current world, it's impossible to reduce that. Fair enough? All right. But it's easy in Power BI. So frankly, I don't know if month end close changing that is easy in Power BI or not. But there are other examples. There are lots of other examples. And the training does mention some of them. One of my favorites is time intelligence, right? <laughs> And, uh, but sometimes it's like really, really easy, right? You know, so sometimes I would say that, oh, we have 1 million plus rows and it's really challenging to do that in Excel. And I'm like, oh my God, it's like nothing, right? So sometimes it can be really, really easy. Sometimes all they need is relationships. They're dying under uh, an army of VLOOKUPs and you just use relationships, right? So, um, and by the way, this is not that different than what we did here. You basically want to go for the low hanging fruit. That's what we're going for. This is one of the worst mistakes that you can make or, and they can make, right? I mean, whether they work with you or not, to choose the wrong project. And it's so easy to choose the right one. Look for this, look for this. And the third one is, is 
it's well, it's kind of obvious, but it's important. Well, maybe not that obvious because people do ignore this. That this, well, that that is important. It's right. So if we solve this, and a good way to ask is that if we solve this, imagine this was done, then what what happens? What's the impact? Right? What what does it allow you to do? What changes in your life? Right? Because I've done projects where I've done done something and to put a lot of work and then everybody goes, meh, you know, yeah, that's, that's all right. No, man, I want to do something where heads will turn. And of course, if you look at this page, I want to land something which gets me one of these reactions, right? Where they go, whoa, so why how did you do that? Or, uh, uh, you know, like if, if you did it for one team, then the other teams and so like, oh, can you do that for us? This is what I'm going for. And it's far easier than you think, but only if you select the right project. All right. So, so you're going to nudge them in this direction. You're going to try to feel that out. And hey, the first time you do it, it's not going to be that great. But guess what? You're going to get better each time you have this conversation. Fair enough? But yeah, but even in the first time, you're starting with an advantage. I mean, you have this, you have my training. They have none of that. And I've seen even very mature business professionals and big companies like start in the worst fashion ever. And then you would propose, um, oh God, I'm blanking out on the word, uh, but a, but a tr trial project. I think there's a better word for that. All right. So you will say, yeah, why don't we, you know, do kind of a quick trial project. Now there's some rules for this. You want to limit it. To, it has to be time limited. You have to let them know. It's not unlimited has to be timeless. So yeah, we'll spend 30 days. That's what I would recommend. Uh, 30 days, uh, I'll be working part-time, so I'll not be working part-time, and I need your commitment, right? So we would meet once each week, right? Things like that. Uh, and of course, they'll talk about data. And for this, I want you to have just one answer. It's like, well, it's easiest uh, if you just, uh, for the, uh, easiest for this stage, for you to export and put it in a shared folder. And if they talk about sensitivity, you say happy, more than happy to sign an NDA, right? Um, and I can give you guys a template if you need, you can Google it, God, you can just now go to ChatGPT and create one. Actually, you know what? I don't think I need to give you anymore. Just go to ChatGPT and say, hey, give me a template for NDA and you're done, right? So if they don't have it, then you can go to ChatGPT. Um, okay, does this is this kind of making sense so far? All right, all right. So yeah, so you said trial project. Yeah, well, let's let's just work together and let's find out. Um, and there are other things in here which I uh, are going to help you. So this training also talks about agile and MVP and why that's important. So you're going to weave that into their conversation at some point which is going to make this sound a lot more attractive. It's like, yep, Power BI is agile BI. It's not your old school BI. So if you want to hire somebody and pay them millions of dollars and have them build something in one year, which doesn't even work, that's not me, right? You got uh, to find somebody else, right? So, And that's going to be a selling point. By the way, it's, it's one of the sexiest things you can do to an employer or any of the process where you say, that's not me. You know, I, yeah, I'm, I don't do that, you know? So... Um, uh, and that is, again, going back to when you're saying, oh, that's not me, you're doing this. It's like, because you know who you are, that means anything outside of that, you're like, yeah, that's not me. 
Uh, and that's really powerful. So yeah, so when you say, yep, if you want like a six-month project, that's not me. Uh, so trial project, da, 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 all of that. And folks, uh, so now, of course, one question is, is this paid or unpaid? I'll leave that up, up to you. If you want, you can have it be paid. You can uh, agree on a sum or something. Uh, and you can charge them more, charge them less. Doesn't really matter that much at this stage, I think. Uh, because I, I'm not really for the money. I want the next thing that's coming, right? I want either them to hire me or hire me for a longer term commitment or for a full project, right? So, uh, uh, yeah, but uh, so... If you're just starting out, I'll I'll say um, do it unpaid, and I'll talk about that. If you imagine if you do this one, two, three times, especially if you focus start focusing on this more as consulting rather than uh, job hunt, then I would I would stop doing it for free. Does that does that kind of make sense? Okay, all right. So for now, let's just say paid. Uh, what I want to see, uh, uh, what I would recommend is that never use the word free. Unlike free. Because for one, people don't value free. They think there's a trick or it's not worth it, right? So you uh, uh, use some other word. Usually what I say is that complimentary, right? So uh, yeah, use some other word uh, if you need to. Don't don't say free and say, hey, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, the initial project or the trial project is complimentary. And, uh, and then we can discuss uh, where we go from there. And but if they and if they start talking about that, stop them. If they start asking them, how is it going to work from there on, just stop them right there and say, you know what? I mean, we can discuss that, but I think that really the right time to discuss would be once we go through this trial. I mean, what if things don't even work in the trial? Then of course there's no point talking about it. All right. So yeah, you wanna you wanna not not have a conversation. You wanna park it as much as you can. And of course, all that we're doing here is we're moving. We're at the top of the pyramid. This is how they want to hire. When they when they see proof, hire from within somebody they have already worked with. We're moving in that range. Okay, cool. I'll say let's stop here. I know we went a little bit over. Hopefully this was helpful. Now you can extend this, uh, do this kind of in person. You can reach out to people um, over, over however you like. Um, you can then also, so some, sometimes we are connected to people on LinkedIn, but we might not have kind of the phone number and stuff. It's still in this bucket. If if you know them, then, uh, you know, I mean, reach them however you can, right? So, uh, and again, right, we are afraid of people. Don't be. That's one of the biggest fears. So this is going to sound weird. So it's it may seem like, you know what, I'm just going to send them an email or something. No, I'll say if you have the phone number, pick up the phone and call. And if you can meet them in person, uh, well, I mean, uh, right? So if that can lead to an in-person meeting, meet in person. If not, then Zoom is fine, right? So a phone call, if not, then, then I don't know, like text message, but then you should be able to call them. Oops, uh, sorry, this thing is uh, not moving, but um, I'll just write it here. So uh, text message, if you don't have the phone number, then maybe email. If you don't have the email, then maybe LinkedIn. And of course, sometimes you can do both. Uh, like I would send them a LinkedIn message and email, something like that. Uh, and, and really, this should be good. This is this is the highest probability you have of finding the next thing. Because for one, you're leveraging the power of network. 
I mean, we all know that, right? So that's what network is not about the people you know. Ooh, actually, this is a good line. I'm going to write that down. All right. So what this does is it, it leverages the power of your network. And network is not the people you know, right? It is who they know. That's what makes it a true network. That's what makes it powerful. So when you're meeting with 10 people, it's not just 10 people. When each of them know, let's say, 10 other people, you've kind of reached out to 100 people now. Ooh, right? So this is by far the best thing. And again, right? So somewhere in the pyramid it is like a, a referral. I think this one is that, right? So the person you talk to, uh, they may not hire you. But when they go to somebody who's in this ideal thing and, and they know them, they're their friends, oh, they're going to be very interested in you. It's called transference, right? So, uh, so uh, Edwin, you, uh, you heard me say that at the beginning, right? Your friend is my friend. Yeah. That's that, uh... transference, right? I mean, we know you. We love you. We trust you. Man, you're bringing a friend? I'm like, dude, he's welcome with open arms. If I was in a room, I would have hugged them, offered them a drink. Right? So yeah, so it's network isn't about the people you know, it's like who they know. And this is the by far the best way. If you somehow, and again, if if this doesn't work for you, probably something was amiss. And we can come back and discuss it again, see what may be off in the approach. Uh, yeah. Uh, or you can also go to uh, people you don't know. So LinkedIn, second degree, and gosh, God forbid, third degree connections. But I, I really think you wouldn't need that if you do the first one right. But if you want to play with it, you can, right? You can go to LinkedIn. All right, guys. So uh, yeah, man, that's like my years of struggling. And uh, trust me, a lot of these lessons I've learned the hard way because... Um, uh, I made all the mistakes that I was saying not to do. I've done all of that. <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah, uh, cool. Do you feel like uh, is something coming up for you which you feel you want to share or talk about or ask? Any questions? All right. Um, I think, uh, well, somehow... Uh, you've actually affected my way of thinking because in honesty, I think yeah. I was also having the old school way of thinking, uh, okay, so um, I'm looking for a job right now. Well, yeah. I wouldn't want to say I'm desperate, but in, somehow I'm kind of desperate because um, I feel like, oh, I'm stopped where I am and the sooner yeah. I get yeah. home, the better. Yeah. So I feel like the easiest way out is, you know, to have this... Um, to be broad, like, oh, okay, so I can do this, I can do that, and I can also do this so yeah. that uh, chances, you know, yeah. will be you know, have better chances and all of that. But then from this conversation, I am meant to understand that it's easier when you're more enthusiastic about something and you're always talking about something funny, you know, when you keep, when you're in one line, even your research and every other thing, the more you talk about it, the more you even get yeah. deeper. You get to find out more. And when you're talking with people, yeah. the passion is going to be there. So it's easier for that person to see that, okay, this person oh, isn't yeah. just... Yeah. 
but he actually loves it. So I think, um, well, this is a good one for us. And uh, I, I sure hope so. We can move from here, hopefully. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, so of course, the you know, so there is a, you know, the thing that would they say where they say that, oh, what advice would you give to your younger self? And I say, man, it doesn't really matter because I don't think my younger self would listen to me. And I think I was too cocky. I'm like, yeah, bullshit. I, I know what I'm doing. I, I got this, right? And yeah, so I don't know. But uh, but yeah, so um, I think all somebody has to do is to try it. It is scary. I'll admit, yeah, it is scary. But I think that's where you guys can team up. So guys, uh, we when I was laid off, man, that was the most traumatic experience of my life. But there was some silver lining. There was some good stuff. For one, for the first time, I experienced like a community thing and they created a group of job hunters, which was most of us, like everybody, a lot of people were laid off, like 85% people in the right? So, but they created a group and we would meet together. And initially I was surprised. I thought like, oh, we're competing, aren't we? But if you put those silly notions aside, that collaboration is always better than competition. So if you think about a Power BI consultant program, and that is our number one criteria for admitting people in there, that you can't come in there thinking, so the tagline we use is collaboration before competition. And that's every single member in that program. So yeah, so uh, it is a bit scary. Maybe you can connect with each other. Maybe you can keep each other honest. So of course, uh, have you guys gone through the accountability partner training? It's available for you in the program. Yes. It it works. It really works. So from here, imagine you go off and, uh, well, well, there's one possibility was like, oh, this was really interesting. And then nothing really changes, right? You don't really apply any of those messages. And seven days, 30 days later, it's kind of a distant memory. It's like, yeah, Avi was very persuasive about something, but you even forgotten right, what it was. Uh, you can go that way, but imagine if you kind of meet every week and that way, yeah, to, that that becomes that way you can kind of keep keep each other accountable. It's like, yep, what are you doing? How, how many people you reached out to? And um, and yeah, and again, of course, meet with kindness. Like you're not there to judge each other. It's like, oh, you didn't talk to me. No, it's just, okay, okay. If you didn't contact anybody, no worries. Who are you planning to contact this week? So yeah, so think about that. Um, could be in this group could be in the scholarship group, could be somebody else that you know in your network again, uh, who is looking for a job. Uh, so you can try those things. So yeah, so I know this sounds scary and this sounds in a way untrue. This sounds or, or too good to be true. Right? Really, you know, but all I say is, man, you have to try it. And you saw me try it, right? Just Doing that imaginary conversation with that salesperson, man, I felt on fire. And again, I that's not even my niche, right? So yeah, man, you just have to try it and you would realize that every step becomes so much easier than the uphill climb. And, and I've done that one too. Man, I dread it. I hated updating my resume. I would drag my feet and sometimes it took me like six months to update my resume because I hated it so much. I've done that path. I've done the blasting. It's the whole process is is, is brutal in its own way. Um, so yeah, so you just have to try it. And yeah, I think um, I think you can actually. <laughs> I'm not, I can't believe I'm saying this word, but I think it's possible to actually enjoy the job hunting process. All right, 
All right, folks. So you know where to find us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, earlier I was also talking about um, in order to get some hands-on, uh, wide job hunting and all of that, going into freelancing, maybe using some of the freelancing or remote freelancing or or yeah. websites there. What would you say about that? Oh, that's all good. So hey, the lines between employee and consultant are getting uh, are very blurred and they're getting blurrier. That's the world we're moving towards, right? So think about the the old school employment. It was like, you know, you join a company. My dad joined a company. He retired from there. And think how fluid that is. In a way, we're long-term consultants. I talked about how usually at a company, I would only stay three years, right? And some people stay shorter, right? So, and the world, that's what the world is moving towards. So really the, what you need to do is you actually need to let go of this notion of this label of employee, consultant, freelancing, doesn't matter. What matters is, are you in control? Are you in the driver's seat? Well, how do you get in control? Um, so I was talking to one of my friends and I was talking about, uh, they, they know a bit of my story, but they were asking about that. So I'm like, yeah, man, when I was in a job, uh, when I graduated, I, I thought hard work is how you succeed, right? And because that's what had worked in school for me. So I said, oh, okay, I'm going to work really hard and that's how you get successful. And of course, that's another, uh, uh, we call it a bullshit rule, rule, right? That's another bullshit rule, which is not no longer true, people, right? Hard work does not lead to success. And once you start questioning it, you start seeing evidence of that all around you. There are lots of people who didn't work harder than me, a lot more successful. And, and there are uh, other examples of people who were doubly hard and were less successful than I. So, um, so yeah, you got to suspend that. You got to question that. So then they asked me, so Abhi, what is the thing? If it's not hard work, what is it, right? And the best answer I could give them was, you got to stand for something, right? Who do I stand for? Man, I stand for the underdog. I'm like, yeah, I mean, I, I drive techies away. I'm like, I don't care about techies. I want to help the business user who's afraid of Power BI, who are questioning whether they can learn it or not. I want to hold their hand and help them, right? So, um, and again, that's nothing special. That's all the thing, the narrow niche, the thing that we were talking about. Uh, stand for that. Um, uh, sorry, I forgot what you asked, but hopefully <laughs> it answered it. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, did, did I answer your question? Sorry, <laughs> I spaced out a bit on your question. Uh, yes, oh, yeah, yeah, you were talking about consulting. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so it's so you, you got to stand for something. Employee consultant doesn't matter. Man, and again, it's scary. It's scary. It's like commitment, right? I mean, it's like, no, no, I want to, I want to, yeah, you know, so it's like, date, now I want to date everyone. And no, no, man, you got to get committed at some point, right? So it's that, but it gives you better results. And, and it's not about just short term. It helps you find the next job, but over a career, it, it's, it's like, you're a finance guy. So that's like, instead of getting a 3% return, now you're getting a 10% return. And man, if you compound it over years, over the years of your career, the results are unbelievably different, right? So yeah, this is also for the long term. So yeah, employee consultant doesn't matter. It's it's the same thing. You know, the the conversation, everything that I shared applies exactly the same. The only difference is going to be once you're done with the trial project and they say, hey, Edmund, we love you. How can we keep working together? Um, and then then you choose what to say. It's like, well, I am open. I'm actually looking for a full-time role. 
you tell me. I mean, and, and 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 by the way, you know that's a funny thing. We think resumes and so forth. Most jobs are filled before they're advertised. Yeah. What that's essentially saying is sometimes sometimes they're going to create that job for you. Of course they will, right? They've seen your work. They've seen the proof and say, man, yeah, if we don't have a position. We'll create one. <laughs> yeah, let me talk to HR today, right? So, so yeah, so that's the only difference. And again, right, employment is just a long-term contract, three years, five years. Then you either might switch internally or externally. And of course, I do hope you at least switch internally, right? Because at least you get promoted or something, right? So there's always transition. There's that new thing. Uh, so yeah, those paths are not that different. Approach is the same. You stand for something, you narrow, you become known for that, and you become an expert in that. And most importantly, you don't build your career on the foundation of tech. Man, when I start hearing that stuff, and, and yeah, that's like, oh yeah, let me learn this, let me learn that. No, no, no. Your foundation is going to be on business, the business person that you help, right? You're helping the sales manager in a large banking organization. Today, you're dealing with Power BI. Next year or in a decade, you might be dealing with AI. That doesn't matter. Tech changes all the time, right? You can't build your career on the foundation of tech. Never on tech. That's not what you stand for. When I say you got to stand for something and narrow niche down, it's like, oh, I'm really good at SQL server reporting services. That's a sand dune, right? You shouldn't be building your house on that. All right, cool folks. Um, uh, well, I wanted to thank you for participating in the scholarship program. And uh, we know, and all of your presentations are incredible. So we wanted to circle back and, and, and see if we can help you with some of the next steps. I have a feeling that uh, each one of you has a bright future ahead of you. Hopefully this whole journey, scholarship, this meeting helps you in some way. And we're never too far. Uh, we love, we would love to, we, of course, we do a lot of live events. You probably get those emails. You see them in Talk Power BI, drop in on any one of those. Uh, and yeah, and we hope to hear from you, updates as you move along, applying some of these things um, and maybe even present. Uh, we do dash, we do other dashboard showcases. So if you imagine you start working at a role and so forth, um, we would love to have you present and maybe even one day on our annual Power BI conference. Who knows? Yeah, why not, right? <laughs> All right. All right, folks. Take care. Have a great rest of your day. All right. Uh, thank you, Abby. Thank you, thank you Robert. All right. All right. Good stuff, folks. Yeah, All right, Robin. So take much. care. Bye-bye.